It is Sunday, September 26, 2021. My name is Stefan Siggs. This is the KOLL Podcast Week 3 Preview Show. Welcome into the podcast. My name is Stefan Siggs. A little disclaimer before I get started. Unfortunately, I have three special guests planned for this episode of the podcast. And unfortunately, all three fell through. So I'm very disappointed. Uh, you know, it's going to be a maybe a disappointing episode of the podcast, maybe a little more similar to last year where I just talked to myself. It'll probably be a little shorter because all of my plans fell through. I'm having to record this on Sunday morning and just kind of fly by the seat of my pants. So I'm going to break down week three preview here. I'm going to do this is what I'm betting on. Uh, I'm going to... Figure it out from there. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. This is the week three preview show. Uh, let's get into it. Okay, so this is the snake bit episode of the podcast because I just recorded this entire segment. Open the app back up on my phone. I did it all on my phone because my kids were on the computer. Um, so what I had to do was close out the app. Which normally if I close out the app, it still continues to record. I opened up Sleeper. I talked through the entire situation of what just happened, of what uh, of the preview this week. And then I opened the app back up, <clears throat> and it said audio could not be recovered. So this is take two. As, as most of you know, I don't write anything down. I just wing it. I don't do multiple takes um, other than that one time when... Uh, Blake Bottles didn't come prepared for uh, school that day. Um, but I don't do multiple takes. This is a first. Um, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with take two. So this is even more disappointing. Okay. Um, so two hours ago, a trade was completed. I'm glad I'm on sleeper here looking at it. Um, Nick Top, Greg Bottom, trades Kareem Hunt in a second round pick. To Austin 316 for J.D. McKissick. Um, I don't know why. Personally, I'd much rather have Kareem Hunt. But the Kareem Hunt owner also sent a second round pick. So I'm a little stunned at that decision. But, but that's besides the point. Here we go. We're going to break down week three preview here real quick. The first matchup I want to talk about, who's Justice Beaver is a 14-point underdog against the Long Island Beasts. Obviously, this is Sunday morning, so we have already had the Thursday night games happen. Sam Darnold got off to a good start for who's Justice Beaver, 23.26. Two rushing touchdowns for Sam Darnold this week. Uh, a little surprised to see that, but that's aside from the point. Newly acquired Odell Beckham Jr. should make his debut today. Um... Curious to see how he plays. And down here at the bottom, the newly acquired Dak Prescott. 
If Who's Justice Bieber is going to pull off the upset this week, he's going to need a big game from Dak Prescott on Monday night. And I am surely hoping, for my own benefit, that that does happen. For the Long Island Beasts, it is tough to be better than the Patrick Mahomes-Travis Kelsey stack. That's the greatest stack in fantasy football history, bar none. <clears throat> so they are always constantly off to about a 60-point advantage just from the two of them before you can even get off the ground. Um, so if those two do what they do, um, Amari Cooper, uh, if if he is the one catching passes most often from Dak Prescott, that's not going to help. Um, it's not going to help who's Justice Beaver. And down here at the bottom... Daniel Jones has off to a great start this year. The rushing upside, which I'm surprised about, taking off, taking on a bad Atlanta Falcons defense. It is debatable right now, especially in my own head, uh, who is the worst team in the NFL right now this year, the Atlanta Falcons or the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've watched every second of the Jaguars play, and they surely have my vote. But that's also aside from the point Long Island Beast looking strong to start this season. They're going to be a tough out, and if Who's Justice Beaver is going to get it done tonight, it's going to it's going to have to happen with his running backs. It's time for Antonio Gibson and Jonathan Taylor to have a breakout game. They're getting the ball a bunch, but not enough. Jonathan Taylor got stuffed three times at the one yard line last week. If he plunged in for a one yard touchdown, Who's Justice Beaver is two and zero right now. Unfortunately, neither him nor Gibson have a touchdown yet this season. So it's about time they start breaking out and give Who's Justice Beaver the team he's expecting to have. All right, next matchup, the Melonheads. All right, 34-point underdog against Nick Top Greg Bottom. What does he have to do to pull out a victory this week? Uh, Well, first and foremost, Carson Wentz has to play. And he has to have a big game this week against Tennessee. Um, and yet, at the same time, with Naheem Hines in the lineup, you kind of want Tennessee to get the lead so that Naheem Hines sees the ball more. Interest, interesting build to this team. I know they recently hit the reset button. Um, kind of seeing the writing on the wall. Said, okay, maybe it's time to play for next year. Um, and he, he clearly has been doing that, trading Prescott the other day. Uh, for Nick Top, Greg Bottom, you're not looking for too much. I think, I mean, Kyler Murray today against the Jaguars. Kyler Murray is a perfect blend of throwing and passing. I, there is no better throwing quarterback at running than Kyler Murray. History will tell he is the new wave. He's the new style. He's going to be the new norm of the NFL quarterback. I think the days of the Tom Brady's of the world are moving aside, and it's time for players like Kyler Murray to take over this league. And he is doing that so far this year. I predicted obviously he'd be the number one team, the number one player in fantasy football this year, and he's getting off to that kind of start. Taking on the Jaguars this week, I would be thoroughly shocked. To see Kyler Murray go for any less than 40 points. I said 40 points. Projected for just under 27. He's going to smash that. If I could find that bet on uh, bet MGM. I'd be betting. Smashing the over on Kyler Murray for 27 fantasy points. Cooper Cup is the number one receiver on the season. For good reason. Um, I'm, I think that 
you know, Tampa Bay is going to try and take him away this year, this week. So it could be a big week for Bobby Woods. We will see. Justin Jefferson taking on Seattle's poorest defense. Should see a ton of targets as well. It's probably going to be a shootout. And speaking of shootouts, Keenan Allen and the Los Angeles Chargers are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs today. That's a very good game. I can't wait to watch that game. But overall, Keenan Allen could see 14, 15 targets in this game, which is going to go a long way in helping Nick Top Greg Bottom take what should be an easy victory this week. The Oracle has just a 4% chance to win this week. Taking on the Etlians, he is a 43-point underdog. This shouldn't be difficult for the Etlians. Should grab their second win of the season. Um, the only way that that doesn't happen is if Joe Burrow and... Jalen Hurts throw a whole bunch of interceptions. Uh, Tony Pollard doesn't play much. You know, down the line, it's going to take, you know, injuries or really awful, terrible performances for the Atlians to take a loss this week. I'm not going to talk too much about the Oracle. Um, Rondale Moore, I'm excited about Rondale Moore today. Freddie Swain! Go Gators! Good to see Freddie Swain. Oh! Freddie Swain and Van Jefferson. Go Gators. Well, now I'm pulling for the Oracle. Go Oracle. The DeLongles are a 21-point favorite against Forever on Clean. Um, the DeLongles are supporting Matt Ryan against the Giants. Shouldn't have too much problem there. Um, I, I go down to Chris Godwin because uh, Tampa Bay taking on the Rams. Who is Jalen Ramsey covering? Jalen Ramsey has the ability to completely eliminate a player. Um, any given week. And here's the interesting number about that. Chris Godwin plays for the Longles. His counterpart, Mike Evans, plays for Forever on Clean. So if Jalen Ramsey, whoever he's covering, that could be a, a difference maker in this matchup. Who the hell is Jalen Ramsey covering? Because the other team should have a good week. I'm not saying that the Rams' other corners aren't good. But they sure as shit aren't Jalen Ramsey. In this one, the DeLongles have a 77% chance to win, according to Sleeper. Both teams are 1-1. One one. Um, for Forever Unclean, it's about time we see Clyde Edwards-Alaire get it done. If Listen, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is running out of time to be a believable number one running back. Which, I'm, if memory serves me correctly, Forever Unclean drafted him to be so. And he has not been through his first year and two weeks. Um, it's, it's time that we see, you know, he was, it's interesting because coming out of college, what he was drafted to be was to be a pass catching back. But unfortunately in, in, in his landing spot in Kansas city, where it seemed like, you know, great offense, great coach. It seemed like Clyde edwards was money when they drafted him. Unfortunately, they just had, they don't use him in the passing game because they don't need to. Because Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, just those three guys are incredible and and they just throw it and they throw it and they throw it and Clyde Edwards Alaire does not see Alright, moving on, the next matchup. The longest yard is just a six point favorite against Austin three sixteen. The longest yard is number one in the power rankings. As I move down his lineup, I see that he still has T. Higgins in his lineup, who is listed as doubtful, and thus I don't project him to play. So I expect him to move Tim Patrick up into his lineup, who is been seeing a ton of targets. No Jerry Judy there in Denver. 
And taking on the Jets today, I, I like Tim Patrick today. He he sees the end zone. He sees the ball. He catches it. <laughs> he catches it, that's for sure. Um, so I expect the longest yard to put Tim Patrick into his lineup, which would make him a 16-point favorite, not a 6-point favorite. But here we are. Um, the, the Oh, another hit. I did just see that Dalvin Cook is unlikely to play today against Seattle. So that's going to be a hit for Austin 316. So take him out of the lineup, and I would project that he will then put in somebody like Kareem Hunt. Newly acquired Kareem Hunt, 11 points. So, so really the projection is only about 5. The longest yard is about a five-point favorite against Austin 316. The longest yard is number one in the power ranking. So it is shocking to see Austin 316 maybe has been the most disappointing team this year. Just, you know, guys who who got it done last year, who were expected to get it done this year. Guys who got it done in the past but and you expected them to get it done again. Just haven't. Um, some of these names, Ryan Tannehill, he's down this year. Um, A.J. Brown, for the same reasons, down. D.J. Chark is basically nobody. George Kittle has not been the number three receiver so far this season. Tyler Boyd's in a messy situation. So it's really just been down the line of guys on this team who haven't gotten it done the way that I'm sure Austin 316 was expecting them to get done. And again, until the longest yard loses... I cannot pick against the longest yard. They are number one in the power rankings for a reason. They have the best team. This brings us to our matchup of the week. I was very disappointed. I had something planned for the matchup of the week this week. But again, both guys' plans fell through. Um, so there's not a whole lot I can do about that as a fantasy football podcast host, except for pivot. And so that's what I'm doing. Devontae's Inferno has, uh, I mean, last week, Derrick Henry... <laughs> He's just the he's the big dog. He's the big man on campus. He he gets it done in the trenches. Just keep giving him the ball and he gets it done. Last week he went for 46 points. Um, the man saw seven targets. If Derrick Henry starts seeing seven targets, <laughs> number one hands down, this is he he's more valuable than Christian McCaffrey if he's gonna be start seeing seven targets a week. Jamar Chase has the benefit of no T. Higgins. Juju Smith-Schuster could have the benefit of no Deontay, Deontay Johnson. DeAndre Hopkins is listed as questionable. He's going to attempt to play, it says, taking on the Jaguars. If he plays, listen, DeAndre Hopkins, when he played for Houston, torched the Jaguars every single time. And playing for Arizona in this offense, uh, give me DeAndre Hopkins. Something I want to note, so far this year, Arizona is number one in pace of play, meaning the time they the time it takes them to run a play, you know, to, in terms of taking the, the play clock down, the full 40 seconds. They are number one in pace of play. They are the fastest team in the NFL. That does not surprise anybody. What is surprising, though, the Jaguars are number two, which is, I don't know, maybe time to do something different, Urban, because going fast ain't getting it done. Um, for the, the thick dicks, Tyler Lockett's been incredible this year. Uh, Marvin Jones is, is clearly the number one target for Jax. Jacksonville, Mike Williams is finally breaking out into the player we all hoped he would be. And the key, the difference maker for me this week, it's Bobby Woods. I think Tampa Bay is going to do what they can to take Cooper Cup out of this game, which means it's time for old Bobby Trees, old Bobby Bosque, old Bobby Forrest. 
Bobby Woods, it's time for you to get it done this week against Tampa Bay and push the Thick Dicks over DeMonte's Inferno. DeMonte's Inferno is 2-0. The Thick Dicks are 1-1. That was our matchup of the week. Oh, 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 unfortunately, the Thick Dicks just acquired Christian McCaffrey and then lost him to injury. Um, this is the second year in a row. Who's Justice Beaver? Gotta commend him. Um, he's very good at trading Christian McCaffrey at the right time to get max value just before he gets lost for the season. So that was the week three preview segment of this podcast. Now we're going to move it on over to this is what I'm betting on. All right, welcome into So Here is What I'm Betting On. Because many of my planned things for this week's podcast did fall through, I'm going to do a little extended this is what I'm betting on because I did some some BetMGM and then I did some FanDuel stuff. I'm going to talk about a lot of it here and fill time on this podcast. And you guys can follow along, maybe take my advice, maybe not. Maybe say I'm dumb and go do the opposite. I don't care. Whatever. So here's what I took on BetMGM. Again, this is another five-game parlay that I took. Um, trying to turn $10 into $243.97. So here's what I got. First, I took the Carolina Panthers, minus eight. They got it done for me on Thursday night. Next, I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals, minus 7.5. I would be very surprised if the Cardinals don't score 40 points, and I would be very surprised if the Jaguars do score 30 points. I think Arizona smashes this 7.5-point spread. And for that reason, I'm taking Arizona minus 7.5. Next, I am taking the Tennessee Titans minus 5.5 against the Colts. The Colts, I don't know whether Carson Wentz plays or not. I don't see the Colts beating the Titans. The Titans showed what they're made of last week at Seattle. Uh, I think that Derrick Henry is going to see the ball a whole bunch yet again. And it's time for Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones to really break out as an offense. And I think they get it done this week. I think they're going to drop the Colts to 0-3. And, and the Titans, 5.5, book it for Stephon Siggs. Next, I'm taking the hottest team in the NFL, the Las Vegas Raiders, minus 4 against the Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins are going to be without Tua. Even if they had Tua this week, I still probably would have taken this bet. The Raiders look fantastic. But, hey, it's the Raiders. And, unfortunately, what the Raiders do is they get you confident in them. They make you feel good about them as a team. And then they snatch it from you. Um, so I'm hoping they, they wait a week to do that to me. Um, taking the Raiders minus four at the Dolphins. And, finally, the big one, I'm taking the Green Bay Packers plus three and a half. At San Francisco, um, I think this is the game where everyone starts going, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, we want Lance, we want Lance, we want Lance. In the stands uh, by the third quarter, I think Green Bay is going to take it, uh, take this one big. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to let what happened in week one happen ever again. And I, but I believe that the Green Bay Packers are going to give the 49ers their first loss this season. Um, so I am taking the Green Bay Packers plus three and a half. That's what I'm doing on BetMGM. Now I'm going to slide it over the FanDuel. And I did a bunch of different things on here. They have some free contests that are fun. If you're not on FanDuel, head over there. Like I said, 
even just the free contests alone are very fun. But also, they slipped me ten dollars into my account last week. I had no plan on playing any money on, on Fanduel. They slipped ten dollars into my account last week. They said, "Hey, use this on Sunday, and it's yours. If you don't use it on Sunday, we take it back." So I said, "Okay, let me fill out some lineups." I filled out some lineups, and I won thirteen dollars. So now I get to play again this week. Hopefully, I can turn that thirteen into a little more, and I can play again next week. But what I want to do is I'm going to talk. <clears throat> I'm going to talk the main slate. This is the team I'm putting into tournaments today. I have it's in a a 100 player league. It's in the uh, a beat the score for 100 uh, 100 points. All I have to do is beat 100 points to cash. It's in the 40k Sunday NFL squib, which there are currently 28,284 people in. It's in the 100k Hail Mary, which there are currently 345,000 people in, and it's in the 40k NFL pooch punt which currently have 505,195. I like to do the 100-player league and one beat the score just to kind of win my money back and then take a shot here on these big ones and try and win something. I'm very excited. But here is my lineup this week. I am stacking Rondale Moore with Kyler Murray, as I stated earlier in this podcast. I expect Arizona to dominate this game. And I think Kyler Murray, he is a little bit expensive. He is. However, um, I think he's worth it this week. Uh, what was he worth? He's worth 9000 on FanDuel. Um, I think he's well worth that $9,000. you are looking for a 4X on the price. I have 36 points. I think he smashes that. Like I said, I think he's over 40 this week. Between running and passing, long touchdowns, Kyler Murray smash it this week for me. Next, I have Austin Eckler. I think he's going to have a big week this week against Kansas City. Did see the nine targets, caught all of them last week. That was exciting. That's what you're looking for after the week one disappointment with the zero targets. Austin Eckler at seven at 7,000. Um, I expect him to, to – I think he could easily see his 14.85 average um, on receiving work alone this week. And if he can just get one into the end zone, he's a great play this week against Kansas City in a high-scoring matchup. Next, I'm starting Tyson Williams against the Detroit Lions. Something interesting to note, he's not seeing as many carries as I believe he should. They keep messing around with Latavius Murray. But Tyson Williams, I think he was second or third this year in yards per touch. And he looks very good. I mean, J.K. Dobbins who? Play Tyson Williams this week. He's $6,400 on FanDuel. Going up against Detroit, who's 31st this season against fantasy running backs. I'm smashing Tyson Williams this week. That's a cheap price tag. And speaking of cheap price tags, I'm starting Robert Woods this week. I said his name a few times. Bobby Woods, Bobby Boske. I'm starting Bobby Boske this week. Going up against Tampa Bay, their 30th against fantasy wide receivers i think they're going to do what they can to stop robert woods they're going to i mean cooper cup i think they're going to have to and i think this is finally going to be a robert woods game he's kind of been neglected a little bit in the offense but i think this week at 6100 i'm starting robert woods just so you guys know i'm putting my money where my mouth is earlier i said i think this is the week that the titans are finally going to break out on offense with aj brown and ryan Tannehill. 
For that reason, I'm starting A.J. Brown this week against Indianapolis. They are 28th on the season against fantasy wide receivers. A.J. Brown was drafted in most fantasy leagues to be a number one receiver. He has not gotten that done yet this year. However, I believe this is the week. He had the dropsies last week, and this is a grown man who's going to be looking to make up for that. I would I would love to see 800 and a touchdown for this week for A.J. Brown, and I think he's going to get it done. My tight end start going up against the team who is 32nd on the season against fantasy tight ends. And a guy who's averaging 19.15 fantasy points on the season. I'm starting TJ Hawkinson at $6,300 taking on Baltimore. He's clearly the only reliable target for Sam Bra- uh, Sam Dat. I almost said Sam Bradford. Jared Goff is the quarterback for the Detroit Lions. And he's looking for DJ Hawkinson, and TJ should have a good game this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip my flex here real quick. I'm gonna skip my flex and talk about him last. I'm gonna go to the Denver Broncos defense taking on the Jets. Five thousand dollars this week again taking on the Jets. Zach Wilson, we know what he did last week, throwing four interceptions. If Denver could just snatch two of those turnovers, they should have a big game. And because of the places that I was able to save money, my flex. This week is Stefan Diggs. Again, putting my money where my mouth is earlier in this podcast. I think Stefan Diggs is going to break out, have a huge game this week with the Stallion taking on Washington, $7,700. That is my tournament play FanDuel lineup. Again, is Kyler Murray, Austin Eckler, Tyson Williams, Bobby Bosque, uh, Rondale Moore, A.J. Brown, T.J. Hawkinson, Stefan Diggs, and the Broncos defense. Um, I do have five more dollars to play in FanDuel, so I'll probably do that. However, I'm, I'm going to move over to my free games here real quick. And something interesting that FanDuel has, which if you watch uh, NFL, Sunday NFL Countdown, um, they, do, they do it on that show as well. It's called high-low, and I'm going to tell you my high-low picks. Um, I've already done this. I, I made these picks. I know who they are. Um, for some reason, it's not – okay, it's not loading on my phone. It's not loading. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can get onto my FanDuel on the computer. All right, so what high-low is, you pick – you pick the highest scoring team, who you think is going to be the highest scoring team and who you think is going to be the lowest scoring team on the week. You pick which team's going to have the most rushing yards and which team's going to have the most passing yards, as well as who's going to have the least of those two things. Let me see if I can remember my FanDuel freaking login. Um, and then you also pick which team you believe is going to have the most sacks and the least amount of sacks. Uh Okay. Um, so I made those picks. Uh, I think what what we do is we see a whole lot of Arizona and Jacksonville. I can't get in the FanDuel right now. I'm trying. It's not loading the free games on my phone for some reason. It was just frustrating. I don't want to be on Sportsbook. All right. I'm going to pause this, and I'll come back if I figure it out. Okay, here we go. I got it up. I got it running. So here's my high-low picks this week. 
For my highest scoring pick, I took the Arizona Cardinals, again, taking on the Jaguars. My lowest scoring team, I took the Washington football team. For most passing yards, I took the Los Angeles Chargers. For my lowest scoring, my lowest passing yards, I took the Miami Dolphins. My most rushing yards, I took the Tennessee Titans. That's my highest scoring. My highest rushing team, my lowest rushing team is the Jaguars. My highest sack team, the Broncos. My lowest sack team, again, is the Jaguars. There's some other free games I'd like to tell you guys about. Uh, a little gridiron pick them. I didn't make these picks yet, so I'm going to make them right here, live on the air. You guys can see how bad I am at picking the week's winners. I'm taking the Ravens over the Lions. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons to get their first win against the Giants. I'm actually taking the Giants to get their first win against the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> I am taking the New England Patriots to beat the Saints. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Bengals. The Titans beat the Colts. The Bills beat the football team. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the Chargers. The Arizona Cardinals over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Cleveland Browns over the Chicago Bears. The Denver Broncos over the New York Jets. The Las Vegas Raiders over the Dolphins. Seahawks over the Vikings. The Rams defeat the Buccaneers. And on Monday night, the Packers defeat the San Francisco 49ers. I am submitting those picks. I'm done right there. I actually did make those picks. So those are who I am taking this week. Uh, those were my free games this week. My high-low, my gridiron pick'em. You heard my bet MGM. You heard my tournament lineup for FanDuel. My name is Stefan Siggs, and that's what I'm betting on. Okay, so real quick before I go, it was kind of a condensed version of the podcast this week, obviously, because of, um, you know, my, my special guest not being able to come on. <clears throat> it's something I like to talk to you guys about. I'm not a sponsor, but if they hear me talking right now, uh, hit me up. You know, I'd love to talk some football, uh, get into that the, that expert designation. I, I want to be a fantasy football expert. So fantasy pros, listen, if you're not on fantasypros.com, if you don't have your leaks, your leagues synced up, you're doing fantasy football all wrong. On on the fantasy pros, you know, you make a 10, you go on fantasy pros, you make an account, you you deposit $10 with one of their partners that's FanDuel, uh, DraftKings, BetMGM, Yahoo Sports. You deposit $10 and you get their Hall of Fame package free for six months. That's a $65 value. Um, and and what, what that, that has on there is um, they have a weekly primer for all your players. It gives you a detailed description of of what they're doing, how they're doing, what to project for them for the rest of the season. There's a start-sit assistant. If you're not sure who you want to start, you plug your players in there. It'll tell you who you should start based off of your league settings. It syncs your league settings. So even our weird-ass league, it has the settings linked where it'll it'll tell you based off of your league settings who you should start on any given week. It has a trade analyzer. It has a trade finder. It gives you suggestions on, on trades you should make in your league to make your team better. Um, it, it grades your trades. It gives you uh, a matchup 
a matchup description on your guy and who you're playing. Just very detailed. Um, this is where I get a lot of my information for the podcast. So if you're not on Fantasy Pros, get on Fantasy Pros. Listen to the Fantasy Pros podcast. I also like to pitch the fantasy footballers. They're fantastic. Um, I listen to them each and every week. There are a few other podcasts I listen to, but those are the two that I believe in, that I listen to, that I trust. Um, if you go on there just this past week, um, they live in Arizona, the fantasy footballers, and they weren't able to do DFS until this year. Um, so three weeks into the season, and one of the hosts of that show has gotten first place in a millionaire maker on DraftKings, a huge tournament, and he got first place. If you want to go over there, listen to them. They know what the hell they're talking about. They get paid to do this. They do it for a living. Um, I highly recommend going over and listening to those podcasts and getting on the fantasypros.com. It's a very good service for fantasy football players, and I highly recommend it. Again, not a sponsor, but that's all I have for the show today. Uh, a condensed version again. But it's my pleasure to bring you a podcast. You know, right now it's twice a week. We'll try and keep that pace twice a week. You know, look for it every Thursday, every Sunday at the very latest to get those podcasts. Um, this was the week three preview show. My name is Stefan Siggs. Enjoy your football. <laughs>